New year, new outlook. Well, let's talk about it. What's the economic outlook for businesses and consumers in 2023? Joining us now is Chris Marr, chairman and CEO of Ocean First. Chris, thanks so much for joining us. We're talking about, you know, the Great new you, year, Carolyn. the new outlook. Outlook, just in case people aren't familiar, Ocean First is a, a regional bank with branches, it looks like, throughout New Jersey, right? So, you know, in terms of the consumer, we're hearing about depleted savings accounts, especially after the holidays, and we're hearing about rising credit card debt. Is that what you're seeing in terms of the consumer, Chris? Well, we're certainly seeing a little bit of that liquidity being drawn down. Recall that the consumer had so much liquidity pumped in during COVID that many people saw their average checking account balance double or triple or go up to a significant degree. We've seen those numbers come down, but they're still actually in better position than they were pre-pandemic. So um, although we're cautious about the outlook for the year, uh, at this point, the consumer seems to be holding on. I think that'll get uh, tougher as we get deeper into 2023. So are all of these concerns about a recession possibly overblown if the consumer is, in fact, pretty strong? We know the jobs market is, is pretty strong, although we'll get a better picture of that later this week. Do you think we're heading to a recession? Well, look, we may be heading to a light recession. There's no sign that we're going into a significant recession. And I think when you look at the key indicators, and you mentioned uh, you know, employment is one, uh, liquidity in consumers' wallets is another one. Um, we're not seeing any change really in delinquencies except for you know, some of the edgy kind of subprime areas that, that we don't participate in as a bank. So what you have set up for is perhaps some economic weakness in the first half. But as inflation comes down, if there's a, a moderation in the interest rate policy, you could be set up for a, a recovering economy by the second half. And I think any uh, recession we have is going to be very limited to certain segments, certain industries, uh, and exposed to certain geographies. It's not going to affect everywhere in the same way. Let's talk about what you're seeing going on with the mortgage market specifically, because we know the housing market has been hardest hit at this point from those higher rates. Is anyone interested in buying a house right now with rates as high as they are? You know, we're seeing a, a real dichotomy there. So obviously the, the most pressure is around the entry level homes or more modestly priced homes where people were that much a, a little more dependent upon the mortgage itself to get a transaction done. And, and that market is, is cooled down exceptionally, although there are still some trades being being made. In the higher end, the mid-high end of the market, uh, you're seeing cash buyers come in. You're seeing people put significant equity into deals. So although the unit volume of transactions is down dramatically year over year, you see prices holding up you know, reasonably well. You're seeing uh, the time to market you know, very short, you know, among the shortest it's been. And you're seeing the amount of available supply is still very tight in most markets. Some markets have an excess of supply, and I think that's where you're going to see some of those price decreases come down more. Uh, but certainly throughout the Northeast where we operate, uh, there really is not an excess supply pos uh, position today, and prices are holding up. So unit volumes are down, but valuations remain you know, reasonably uh, bounded to where they were last year. Chris, what about in terms of small businesses? Are you starting to see businesses make any changes as we prepare for what could be a, a recession. And we're seeing businesses being very cautious. You know, these are, these are folks whose personal financial life is often you know tied up in their own business. So when they think about expansion opportunities, making investments in, in new property, new plant, new equipment, uh, maybe starting a new uh, product line, those kinds of things, they're being rather cautious about that. And when you think about it, the cost of debt has come up. So folks are really thinking twice before they enter into. A, a loan, for example, with us, 
to be able to build their business. They're still doing it, but they're doing it in maybe a little bit more methodical way, a little bit more conservatively. So you're seeing a little bit of a change in the mindset, uh, but these businesses are in great shape. They came through COVID strong. They have excess liquidity. They kind of learned the the, uh, the uh, lessons of 2008, 9, 10. Uh, so they've made sure that they're not over leveraged. So I, I don't think we're going to see a big uh, downturn there. So from all of the insights that you have, both in terms of the consumer and on the business side, what are you most concerned about right now? I think that I'm most concerned that we get inflation under control um, as we can in the first half of the year and that the policies that we undertake to moderate inflation, you know, the, the rate changes we've made, moderate and we're a little bit more cautious about that because, um, you know, you can really, you can overcorrect. So we don't want to, we don't want to make a recession deeper than it has to be um, if there's one that's coming. So I think we, we need to watch the inflation data closely watch employment data closely um, and make sure that we don't do something in the first half of the year that kind of comes back to haunt us in the second half of the year. But Chris, is it realistic to think that we will or the Fed will in fact get inflation intact by the first half of this year? It seems pretty sticky. Yeah, we're, we're seeing signs that there's certainly uh, deflation now already in some of the goods categories. So these are kind of products more than services. The services side has been a little bit more sticky uh, because there's a lot of labor involved in delivering services and, and the cost of labor uh, has become an issue. But even the labor costs are, are accelerating more slowly now. So I don't think we're going to be uh, you know, racing back to that 2% uh, benchmark. But you could see a methodical trend where the numbers cool off a little bit in the first half. And by the end of the year, we may be closer to, you know, say that 3% level. And as your, your prior guest noted, you know, you can live at 3% for a little bit as long as you're moving in the right direction. So I, I think it's not so much about the absolute level of inflation. It's about the direction it's heading and about the speed with which it's moving. So if we can get comfortable that it is moving in the right direction, then I think that buys you the time to kind of wait and see and you don't have to take extreme, you know, policy action. So wait and see would be that the Fed pauses. When do you actually expect the Fed to cut rates? Well, I think we're still some ways away from that. I think they want to make sure the worst thing we could do is believe that we've controlled inflation and then let it kind of poke its head back out again. That would be a, a, a really uh, terrible thing. So I think they want to make sure they've got a, a decent track record. So I think although you may see them uh, think about moderating increases, maybe go to no increases. I think it may be some time before they take that incremental step of actually making rate cuts. So uh, I certainly wouldn't expect to see it until uh, much later in 2023 and maybe into 2024. Okay, so when you talk about your forecast, you say an uncertain first half, a stronger second half. So what does a stronger second half actually look like? I think if you think independent from the Fed's actions, right, the market may move the price of the 10-year and the five-year, which will start to impact the cost of residential mortgages. So, you know, if the 10-year kind of abates a little bit because we've got inflation under control, you could see that uh, re residential mortgage rate come down, maybe a half a point, a point, a point and a half. That would certainly kind of um, bring back some of the housing market to a degree. It would also unleash an opportunity for refinances, all the people who've gotten mortgages in the last uh, 12 months, who would then be able to take advantage of refinances. So I think in the second half of the year, if you had housing coming back a little bit, uh, you had interest rates moderating, so the cost of capital was a little lower, 
You could have those small businesses you noted earlier making uh, that incremental decision to invest in, in plant and equipment, and those kinds of things. So, and there are very strong trends in the economy today. You know, healthcare, defense spending, uh, those things are going to go through the first half of the year fine. So, I think if we get a little bit of help from housing and consumer demand in the second half, um, you know, maybe a tough year for automobile sales, but maybe that recovers by the end of the year. So, uh, the back half of the year is, I think, a change in mindset. Um, that we are kind of moving forward in a more uh, positive manner. All right, we'll leave it there on that positive note. Chris Marr, Chairman and CEO of o Ocean First, thank you so much for sharing your insights. All right, great, thank you.